hello hello loyal subjects welcome back to another episode of funny man masters podcast i tried to make that into a song it didn't really work out so it's cool we are doing part two of our mental health awareness month series of three and yeah adarsh how are you doing this fabulous day it's a Sunday, right? Um, I spent my day yesterday. As I think today is the 19th. So whenever you're hearing this, it's Sunday the 19th. But I spent yesterday just moving in one of our friends, our mutual friends big into his Judy. Big Booty Judy. We'll reference him as Big Booty Judy into his uh, new uh, spot for graduate school. So that was kind of fun to do. But I spent my day yesterday doing that. So it's been a long week. How are you doing? I am doing all right. You know, last week was difficult. Um, I actually think mental health awareness series, like what we're going through right now is kind of perfect for, I think both of us. I think we're both struggling a little bit. I've struggled with work and everything. And and yeah, so fun fact, I'm actually starting therapy. And I'm sharing that with all of you because I want to normalize that discussion and i think it leads right into our topic today it does normalizing mental health look at that yeah no i think we had a discussion because i can also say i think i i think we talked about it last week like i was texting jenny about like i was thinking about doing therapy and it's like the first time i ever thought about it so i'm happy she's taking this endeavor it's a really big step for anybody realizing you need it and doing it for it so I'm proud of her. So you guys should be proud of her too because she's opening up to you guys and normalizing it because if we can talk about it, anybody should be able to talk about it. And we'll get more into it. There's steps and concepts that we'll kind of enter into. And I think we'll have a little conversation about just how you normalize it with your friends, school, wherever you are in the world, like, or what age you're at. Like, it's hard. It's not easy. It's not something that's the prototypical thing you talk about with people nowadays, but it's becoming more normalized of sorts, still not the forefront, but that's why we're here. That's what the series is about. Hopefully we can start boosting that conversation into your guys' day-to-day with your friends and your family. Definitely, definitely. And like, I think it's important. I won't necessarily tell you guys exactly what I'm going through, but I'm gonna be honest, I'm going to therapy. I've been struggling with some things and um I honestly think almost everybody needs therapy I just to to be totally honest I think that it's the the stigma around it is that there's something wrong with you and and all that and it's like well no um there's not necessarily anything wrong with me it's just that I need I want to talk to somebody to get advice to get some help etc etc it's just it's part of the normalization of mental health and um, and making sure that you're comfortable with who you are because it's a huge thing, you know, as Adar said. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I can ask you a question because I can say I was just talking to my mom about it. It was the first person I've ever like talked about thinking about therapy. She, you know what she asked me? The first question she asked me, she's like, why are you paying someone to talk to you about your feelings? And I was like, I got caught off guard. I answered it. I kind of like based my reasoning. Like it's nothing against my mom. I'm the only child that gives you background. Like my mom's like, 
the person I look up to and also one of my closest friends, I always tell her everything. So you have to find your balance. It's not an easy conversation to have. It's where you're growing as a person. And like, this is normal. Like people go through it. It's not like you're paying someone to just talk about your feelings. That's not what it is. It's someone that's supposed to help guide you in the right direction. Cause like, yeah, your friend group's amazing. Nothing wrong in that. Like you have great family, nothing wrong in that, but you want something that's different and that, is not the same kind of feeling of sorts in your life. I feel like that's an actually really interesting question um, to bring up, like that your mom asked you. I think for me, I'm not comfortable discussing with her certain topics. Um, I don't know. I feel like when I grew up, there was kind of like, Y'all know I've been through some shit in my life. Like, let's be real here. <laughs> um, and I feel like certain things that I'm going through, I'm just not comfortable talking with her about it because, like, I love her and she, I will always call her to rant or do anything. But, like, I just don't, I don't know. I I just don't think that's, like, part of our, like, relationship with mom and daughter that, like, I want to bring that up or, like, how I'm feeling because, I'm sometimes worried, like, how she'll take things, um, and, and I don't know, it's just, I'd rather have someone who's neutral in a situation, someone who will, because I know for me, like, if I try to talk to my mom about something and she tries to tell me I'm wrong, I don't like to hear it, <laughs> um, and I'm working on it, I'm working on it, but if someone else is, like, a third party who's completely removed from the situation, is like, okay, well, maybe why didn't you, you know, if you're going through this, maybe try this. And I'm like, I guess so, you know, I could try that. It's just someone who's outside of your your realm or your circle kind of, it's nice to have that extra confidant because they can't tell anybody anything unless like, you know, it's, you're a harm to yourself or others. So just that like trust that is just immediate with someone because of the the laws that are in place to protect you, I think is makes me more comfortable. I get that. I really do. Like, it's just it's harder sometimes. Like, like your parents are your parents. It's like you want to sell like the confidant. Like my mom's like my world. Like if I hurt my mom, it's like a different element for me. So I get that. I think working up the courage to tell her was like probably one of the hardest things I think I've ever told my mom in like the twenty two years I've been on this planet. I've never had. A harder discussion with her but like even she like felt like she was at fault and I was like it's not your fault like I think traditionally in Indian culture mental health is something that's frowned upon like we kind of look at it as a oh it's a disease like it's just a cultural norm like I can't blame all our culture for it because we're like well there's religion and like you spend your time like praying and doing things like yes I'm a very religious person but at the same time like there's only so much religion can do to a point where you need to start looking for that outside help. And like, it's part of normalizing this. This is our conversation today. We're trying to normalize it. And a lot of cultures are not gonna be receptive to it. I know there are cultures that it's very intense when you even try to talk about mental health because they, they don't wanna talk to you then. Like people who'll shut you out just cause you talked about it. So being open to that discussion is what we're gonna try to help you guys understand. And like different ways you guys can be a part of the effort. I know this is something that's near and dear to both our hearts. It's 
we're fat, we're 22 years old and we're getting affected by it. Right. There are people that are younger nowadays. Like it's such a stigma that even 10, 12 year olds talk about mental health. And we're like, we're 22. Like, this is like probably like the last few years are the first times like people are starting to realize it's a bigger thing. Like we kind of just, a lot of people just shove it off and say, Hey, it's just, it's just another day. It's one of those bad days. Like we can just push it off. Like that's just not true. Sometimes like it's repetitive. It's not just a bad day. It's, it's just, so, so there's something going on that you need to figure out what's going on. Sometimes therapy is the solution. There's other solutions as well. You don't have to go to therapy if you don't feel comfortable. There's other ways to do it, but there's nothing wrong in it. That's the big thing that we're going to hone in on as well. Yeah. Don't be embarrassed to admit that like you need help. It's not an embarrassing thing at all. And I feel like Maybe that's one of the reasons why I, like, don't want to go to my mom because I, like, don't want my family to see me in a different way. So it's, like, I'm not going to bring up these issues. And, like, they don't always know what to say to me because, like, I have tried to talk to my mom about, like, um, like a self-confidence issue that I've had. And she just, like, doesn't know what to say to me. She kind of is just, like, well, you shouldn't be feeling that way. And she just doesn't know, like we just don't know how to like overcome it so that that outside person would definitely help and I feel like being 22 I've been dealing with shit probably my or like how how old I'm 22 okay I've probably been dealing with stuff for like nine years eight or nine years like just really bad um and yeah, certain things can make you happy where you don't think about it, but there's always something in the back of your mind where you're like, okay, I do need to get help because this is still a thing. So yeah, I feel like it's it's definitely interesting how you're like 10 and 12 year olds are, are being affected by it because I think that brings up an interesting point of like, when should we start to um, discuss it or like make it a priority? for people because I before the podcast before we were recording I feel like we should just record all of our conversations at this point in ours but <laughs> before we were um recording we were talking about I had brought up I said I wish that we had like a mental health minutes like 15 minutes a day or like a week in high school because I feel like high school is just where so much pressure happens they're like you need to get good grades because you want to go to a good college and like all of this stuff is being thrown on you in the course of a few years. And, and it really is, I, it was like stressful for me and I'm sure it was for everybody else, but I really wish that they had something like that because my high school did it. Like we didn't have anything like that. Yeah, I know. Like, I think we were talking about like my high school had had like a mental health week, but it really didn't feel like a mental health week. I'll be honest. Like, yeah, we had like late starts and different things that high schools were starting to implement like my, like during my time, but it still didn't feel like it was helping. Like mental health is like, it. sometimes you just need mental health days. I know uh, Marquette University is very uh, proud of what they push for mental health days. I'm not throwing a jab at them, but it didn't help because you'd give us four days during the university semester when we're taking 18, 19 credits. Some of us are interning or we're working on campus and we're still having to study at night at like one, two in the morning. And like, we still get assignments on those mental health days. Like you'd hope professors don't put that effort on you, but that's stress. Like that stress builds up. You want to shut yourself. Like me and Jenny both 
we kind of do this ourselves. So we, we've acknowledged, like, we'll just shut ourselves off from everyone. Like, th- probably, like, there's only a few people that can get to me at that point. I'll just be like, I'm, I'm done with the world. Like, I just don't want to deal with anything. I don't want to look at anything. I want to turn on the TV, put my feet up, uh, eat some ice cream, do whatever the hell I want for the next, like, few hours, just so I don't have to think about what's going on. And that's that's a part of, like, mental health struggles. We don't normalize. Like, we need more than just four days out of an entire grueling 16-week semester for mental health. Like, that's not okay. Like, we take all our spring – I think they replaced it with COVID for spring break, and I'm like, spring break is what people look forward to. Easter break is what we look forward to because we get a few days just to kind of distance ourselves from education because education is important for a lot of us, but you can't just keep shoving it down students' throats at whatever like part of life, whether you're junior high, high school, college, graduate school, doctoral school, whatever it is, like you can't do that. Like we got to start pushing for more of those days. Like I know in the workplace, like HR companies, I think Jenny was talking about Capgemini a little bit on how they do it. Like at Weber, we don't, we get like early releases. Like, I don't know if that's like mental health, but like, it's not really something that we focus on because there's so much going on that it's like, it's not put on the back burner of sorts, but it's something that we want to start normalizing because it should be a part of like what they offer you in their culture book. Like some companies are advanced. Don't get me wrong. Like Google, Microsoft, like I think my sophomore year, I visited Google and like, you could just live at Google. <laughs> like they have like nap pods and like they feed you 24 by seven. You have a gym. They'll take care of your kids. Like literally <laughs> every single service you need, like to help yourself, they'll do it. I know they pay people if they go for their doctoral degree, they'll pay the normal salary over the next, like how many years you want to do, or if you want to take a year off, they'll do that. And it's like kind of insane to think about, but they're ahead. Like if you think about it on the curve of like, your employees and like how you treat mental health and the stigma behind it so don't get me wrong some of our companies they're slowly moving towards it but you can't there's always money behind a lot of efforts like there's motivation and you kind of have to slowly get there so normalizing it as a group in society hopefully it pushes it forward i've ranted for a long while and jenny's just looking at me so hopefully no, she can is, keep me going is good. this is good i feel like it's important that your school and your workplace recognize that physical health and mental health need to be treated equally. We talk about go to the gym, eat healthy, do all these things. Do we talk about doing meditation minutes, doing mindfulness activities to make sure your mental health keeps up with your physical health? No. You have PE classes in high school. Do you have meditation classes in high school or like some other self-help therapy whatever no I think that's insane to me because like I didn't think about it at the time I was like oh it's like whatever but now looking back I'm like I wish I had time during the day just to be like okay I can calm down for 10 minutes I don't have to think about anything I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna focus on my breathing bring myself back to me Because I don't know about a lot of you, but I was in sports every season of the year. So I would get home super late, have to do homework, take a shower, and then go to bed. Plus all the chores that I had to do at home. Like if if my mom needed help or anything. And it just was like a constant. And it just was like, go, 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 go. Don't stop. Don't focus on anything. And I was like, now looking back, I'm like, what did I do to myself 
And how much did I really hurt my mental health by trying to be the best that I could be at all of that stuff? And it just was like, it's just like, wow, think about it. Like, even in college, like Adar said, Marquette took away our spring break and Easter break. And I was pissed. And I don't know if anybody else is pissed. I'm sure everybody was. But, like, it's so unfair. I understand wanting to protect the students' health. But at that point, like, then make everybody go online for two weeks after, like, after that time. But you cannot take away a student's time to be with family, to not have to do schoolwork because on those mental health days, I was going to work or I still had assignments due. Like I had probably, a, I don't even know how much, at least a four page. No, I think it was more than that. I think it was like eight pages. I had due every Wednesday or like every few Wednesdays. And I was so stressed beyond belief. Like our mental health days fell on what, Tuesday? And I would be typing all day on Tuesday for this paper. I'd be re like proofing it, redoing it, like all these things. I was more stressed on a mental health day than on a normal day. Like, oh God, it just makes me so mad that they took that away. And I really hope they don't do that for anybody in the future. Because I was oh, I was so mad. <laughs> okay, no, now I've ranted. <laughs> I'm not gonna rant, but I do feel that. It's a great topic conversation. We do have a big Marquette following base because a lot of our friends do listen. So I think they'll echo our struggles. Uh, I, me and Jenny worked, I don't even know how many hours our senior year while taking a lot of classes. Like I personally worked full time and like, I always wondered like when like my mental health struggles started and like after reflection the past few years, I started to realize my senior year in like high school is when it kicked in. So like when figuring out college, and like give background, so my dad lost his job during the 2008 recession at J.P. Morgan. He was a VP there. He was doing fine. And bank crisis, you know what happens. When Wall Street crashes, jobs get lost. The market goes into a full tank because that's just how the business world works, unfortunately, especially in the financial sector. And he finally found a job but he out in Rhode Island, right? So keep in mind, I would have to drive my school drive to school every morning myself. I would have to clean the entire house because my mom was at work till eight, nine o'clock most nights. I'd also be working like outside of school at Taekwondo from like 3 p.m. to about 8 p.m. And by the time I get home, I'm showering. It's like 9.30, 10, I'm in bed. Like, because I would get up around 4, 4.30 to do my homework for the day of. But like, that's, you don't expect that in a 17, 18 year old just cause like, we're like, that's the expectation. We need to get A's. We need to pass classes so we can get to college. Like. That's a lot of stress. We didn't get days off. Like when it was like a late start, we'd get two hours before classes start. I would be so happy just so I could have more time to do assignments and like make sure I was getting them done in time. But at the same time though, like that's not enough. Like no one like brought it up as discussions, like at any of our conversations, but people, everyone knew people were struggling. We were all just working together to make sure we were passing classes. Like yeah, is it bad to have study groups and do the same answer sheet like one person does it a week? I can be honest, our physics class, my senior year, there was a group of 15 of us. One person would rotate every week of the, every like every day of the week doing the assignment and sharing with the rest of us because everyone was struggling with other classes. Like that's not what high school is supposed to be teaching you. That's not cheating. It's just we're helping each other because no one could keep their head above the water. And it's, it's a lot like, 
Jenny was talking about like high school struggles. It starts a lot earlier just because we're prepping our kids to be the smartest ones. We want to get them to Harvard. Like we want them to be in a prestigious university just because that's the culture nowadays. Like if you don't get go to college, like you're not smart. I'm like, that's not really true. Like that's a different conversation for a different day. But it's your mental health you're putting on these kids. Like you're expecting the most. Like I think there was an article about one of our like a so I went to from high school in Palatine. This kid just graduated, is going to Harvard. He got recognized as like a Nobel Peace Scholar. He's like one of the smartest kids I've ever seen come out of an institution. But I'm looking at him. I'm like, he's Indian. I'm like thinking about like what do his parents like push him to do? And I'm like, it's just academics, academics, academics. Like that's all it is. Like it's there's nothing else. There's no extracurriculars, like things that make let people have fun. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, we focus on academics. We'll be like, it's fun for some people. Don't get me wrong. We all, some people enjoy academics and that's what they want to do, but you got to have some balance in life. And that's like where, like we talk about mental health. That's the balance. Like Jenny kind of hit on physical health versus mental health. We don't, I don't personally see us really talk about mental health unless you're in like a small friend group that really like cares about it or like knows like around like your circle. If you know your circle well enough, then we'll know like I can sometimes read Jenny when she's struggling with her mental health but like I can't read her all the time like it's hard like it's a very hard thing to figure out we're not licensed uh, psychologists unfortunately <laughs> some days maybe some days maybe but I feel like sometimes I could be with <laughs> the amount of times big booty Judy came to us I thought I was honestly like a licensed I should just start charging people for my own therapy sessions <laughs> hey side business is a side hustle I'm not complaining you gotta make money one way or the other yeah that's true that's you gotta true. enjoy doing it. we enjoy hearing people's problems and trying to help them through it because we're a listening board I think I was talking to someone last night I think you can echo this like we're just easy people to talk to and everyone comes to talk to us about things yeah and they're kind but there are times where we need to just shut off and no one realizes that why we're shutting off. Cause we're just like, Oh, it's like, they're just taking a break. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> we're struggle busting over here. And no one knows. Yeah. I feel like we like to help because we've been in that position before of not having anyone or, you know, not feeling comfortable enough to go to anybody. So I feel like if someone's comfortable to come to a dark eye, like at least for me personally, I'm like, I'm so willing to help because I know the difficulty it takes to admit that you need the help and the trust that you need to have in someone to like go to them for help. So it's, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we would have our own therapy sessions with people and it was just like, we wanted to do the best we could to help them. And, and it wasn't like, it, I don't know how to say this. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. I'll remember it eventually, but yeah. It's like a balance. It's the hardest thing. Like it's hard to find people that you can trust easily. I'm not a, I think me and Jenny can agree. We're not the biggest trusters in people. Like that's just not our person, our background and like experiences don't help us of sorts. So it's like very hard to trust like a lot of people. I'm very against really trusting a big group of people. I'll tell like a few people like here and there, if I feel like I'm comfortable telling them, but I think two weeks ago when I was struggling, I didn't tell. I told two people total. I didn't even like tell my parents. But your parents are in tune to know like what's going on. And like my mom has the my mom has some key phrases she has said over 
key phrases over uh, just generally like over time that I always make fun of her, but it's a reality. Like how I think in high school when I was not going to get to college, she said, I don't think you're making a college. Like you just don't seem smart enough. That was her line, something on the lines of that. And then in college, when I was struggling, she's like, I don't think you're going to make it through college. And I was like, did it again, got through college. And then two weeks ago, she was like, you just don't seem happy. Like you just seem like you're overwhelmed and like you're not yourself. And I was like, I kind of didn't notice. <laughs> I'll be honest. I kind of just been involved in work. And like, that's the part of being adulthood. I think I've told multiple younger guys, enjoy your college career. Cause like it's 10 times harder in the real world as an adult. Cause it gets super hard and not easy. It gets a lot harder. Everyone thinks it gets easier. Like we all push for like, we want to get to adulthood cause you want your financial freedom and like your own personal freedom, but like enjoy it while it lasts. I'll be real. Like I sometimes regret like spending time, like just kind of letting college fly by so quickly and not enjoying the small moments. Cause now I miss those. Like I miss the people. I miss my friends. Like it's hard because we're all distance with like in different States, different times of work. And just, it's not the same. You can't see everyone every day. So enjoy while it lasts. Mental health is important, especially coming out of college as well. I definitely think that coming out of college, like employee employers do need to like put that emphasis on mental health. Because like you said, there's some that are ahead of the game, you know, and others that are lacking so far behind. It's ridiculous. Like I was told that mental health was an important factor. And during my orientation, there was like mindfulness minutes. And there's yet to be anything about mental health since in terms of like, if you can't go to a meeting, that's okay. No, it's like the end of the world if you don't go to a meeting. Um, and they like, I know they try to offer these like wellness Wednesdays where you can go to a meeting during your lunch hour to, you know, get advice on mindfulness or whatever that else it does. and. It's just like, I don't want to go during my lunch hour. Like, that's my time to get off my computer during the day to, like, try and not have a headache and, like, just sit by myself and have lunch. Like, I don't want to go to a meeting when I'm supposed to be having lunch. And the problem is, is that I tend to, like, sometimes I won't even take a lunch because I'm just, like, trying to catch up on project work or something. And, like, that is not okay. Like, take the time to eat your lunch during work or take the time, take that hour that you were supposed to have for yourself. Unless it's, like, really, really important and you, like, absolutely cannot miss something. But make sure you do take that time. And no one can follow you for that. You're talking about the business world. There's something I noticed, like, last week. One of my buddies is applying for jobs, and I – I asked him to send me like, you know how you have to like say like what disabilities, like that kind of like statement you have to fill. I don't know. It's like equal opportunity statement. I don't know what the exact phrase is, but you know what's on there that kind of bothers me that like they consider depression like an illness. I'm like, that's when you know they're not normalized it yet. Like that, that should be, it's okay to have it because I think the statistics we talked about in our last podcast episode, so this is a plug to listen to the last one in the series, like we talked about like a lot of the different amount of like people that struggle with it every year. Like it's okay, but like 
employers don't realize that. Like, why is that still on a oppor- equal opportunity statement? Like, that should not affect your chances of being at a job. Like, yes, should you disclose it to your employer? It's debatable. That's your choice. You don't have to. You know what I mean? Like, you can do whatever you want, whenever you want, when it comes to things like that. If it starts to affect your work, then I would say maybe you should bring it up at least with with um like if you're not comfortable telling your I would say your boss or someone in a like your HR rep. But if it doesn't affect your job, you don't have to tell anybody. And I like I do realize what you mean. Like it's the equal employment opportunity like section of like, do you have any of these like disabilities and depression? I think anxiety was on there at one point. Yeah, like I don't know if it, it might still be for some companies and some might just not put it on there. Yeah, it's, oh God, it's ridiculous. So I agree. I definitely agree. I think we're kind of transitioning to self-care now. So like, I think that'll be a good, like, how do you take care of yourself? With, we're normalizing mental health. How do you take care of yourself during it? Because I, there are times we all do it differently. I think I'll preface our discussion here where we're gonna, everyone's going to do it differently. Self-care is how you approach it. Like everyone's got their own concept of approaching it. But I'd say personally, I always kind of just, I turn my phone off. Like that's a big thing for me because I think Jenny can know I'm pretty responsive. My phone's always by me because I know like in like any situation, I always want to make myself available for people because I know like I've been there when I know someone's not available for me, but I don't want anyone else to feel that. So I kind of shut my phone off because I'm like, I just need a break. I turn off my work computer because I, I work some interesting hours sometimes like it happens to all of us. But I turn that off too. I just kind of, I kind of just sit on the couch in the living room and I'll tell my parents, we're not going to watch TV. We're just going to talk like that's how I care for myself because then it kind of gets me to open up a little more and just talk about it. like if you don't have parents like like relatively close to you like if you're like working somewhere else in the world like you're not next to your parents you can call them or you call your friends like whatever you feel personal that's like a big step for me I also say just go for a walk just like get get some fresh air disconnect like go for a drive whatever gets you out of the frame of like being on technology and connected to the world, like disconnect. Like that's how you kind of focus on yourself because those are all the outside forces that are affecting you. That's what you're going to see. And like internally, you might not realize what it's doing to you, Um, but it can affect the way you think and the way you move forward from like what you're feeling. Like that's how I would approach it. I know Jenny's got probably a different alternative approach to like self-care and stuff, but that's how I would personally approach it. I mean, for me, I would try to turn off my phone or I just don't answer people. Um, I do like a puzzle or if I'm like really depressed or not depressed, but like I want to get out of my apartment, like I'll go for a walk, I'll go on a hike, I'll go swimming. I'll try to work out. Sometimes I'm like, meh, because I don't want to take a shower later. I don't want to take a shower right now. I'll do it. You know, it's just, yeah, I think it's important to find what takes your mind, what takes like no brain power to just let your mind recharge for me, at least that's what I look at. So shutting my computer off, not playing Sims or playing Sims. Sometimes I'm like, I haven't been on my computer all day. I could like go build a house. That's fine. You know, it's, it's things like that. So that's me. 
Or I'll call someone and have like a rant session. (laughs) (laughs) See, like everyone's got different. You might have your own, like anyone that's listening, you have your own ways. Like what makes you happy that's not technology oriented and like kind of disconnects you from everything? That's, I think, the common theme we would recommend, I think. Yeah, there's things you can do with tech that are not as frequent, but you shouldn't have all that pressure on you. And you kind of have to just move away from that and take some time for yourself. And like that might be every day, like like I do when I come home from work. Great habits. Just put my phone down 30 minutes. Just sit there mindlessly and don't look on my phone just to get a breather after like nine, 10 hours at work or like work out. That's a great one unless you... (laughs) We work out, yeah, we all have our, we want to work out, but it's sometimes it's just, you kind of just want to sit there and not do anything. I, l- I love laying in my bed sometimes just endlessly and not caring because I want to just be lazy sometimes. It's okay. That's okay to do. But I think that's big on self-care. I think we can kind of wrap up. I think this is like a good stopping point because I know next week we're going to hit meditation and like the importance of, and that would be a great episode because I'm a big proponent of meditation. It's something that I think Jenny used to, that we love to implement that in our day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month lives. So I think that's a great concept that we're looking forward to talk to about, talk about next week, not talk to, talk about next week. And I think it's a good place to wrap up. I think statistically, I've been looking if people are following and I think people are, I want you guys to feel, if you guys feel okay to share it, share it with your friends. Like if this is good for you and you feel like it's something that you want your friends to learn about, share it with them. Because the more people we reach, that means we're doing our job. And like what we want this podcast to do is give you experience on our lives. Talk about issues that a lot of people don't talk about. Like, I don't know, we talk about romantic love. That's like the usual hot topic on podcasts or like special guests. but this is us. Like we're going to be ourselves. We're going to talk about mental health this month. I don't know next month, what we got planned yet. We'll, we'll keep you mysteriously thinking of what, what might come up then, but <laughs> keeping with the Halloween thing. Spooky, spooky. Probably yeah. not, but, <laughs> <laughs> but keep sharing, keep following, give us your support. We're always open. If you have questions, we can always incorporate them into the podcast. I still, we still have a few that are on our list for next month that we'll be incorporating. Like it's just always fun to see what questions we have and add to the running list of things that we've talked about. And we want to talk about uh, social media. It's at THFMMP at on Instagram and then at gmail.com. If you just want to add Gmail to it, but Either one is usually the equivalent. I always say reach out on Instagram. We always love, appreciate a follow. Like it always shows that we're being supportive of what we're doing. It always makes us want to come back and record another episode. It shows that you guys care about listening. I see you guys listening. So it's a great, we see you guys listening. Not me, because she's also here. Jenny's here. So she also <laughs> sees that we're listening. Um, verbiage is not very good on a Sunday morning. So do not blame me. I Grammar goes out the window unless it's Monday through Friday, in my opinion. We try. We do try. Your brain takes a break on the weekends. It's fine. <laughs> I think it takes a break all week. But that's a different story. No, that's true. <laughs> I, I can feel that. Um, you want to close this yeah. out? Yeah. Okay. So I know for this week we have our Nashville. We'll, we'll play. I don't even know what we're calling it. Oh. <laughs> 
whatever. Spot around town. Where to go in Nashville this week. All right. So I have been to this little restaurant. I'm sure you've all heard about it. Bar Taco. Um, first time going to one because I think there's multiple locations. But oh my god, it was so freaking good. I loved it. I like the food was good. Like the food was amazing. Drinks were even better for those of you who are 21 and up. Highly recommend the alcohol. <laughs> um, the biggest thing is they don't do like frozen margaritas, they just do on the rocks, which I'm cool with. I can drink that. It's not a big deal. I got like some other drinks too. I walked out with okay, I ordered three. One of them was for my friends, so technically two were for me, but I wound up like switching one with my friend because she didn't like her drink. So I swear, I looked like an alcoholic, but I'm not. I promise. I didn't drink those. Um, but yeah, I I mean, even the service was great. Um, the only problem was there was a chip in my glass. There was a chip in my glass, and I almost cut my lip on it. So I'm very upset about that. I would say that's probably one of the biggest negatives. Because, like, that's dangerous. You can, like, really hurt someone with that. So the service was great. They were super friendly, super nice. The food was good, but the chip in my glass, I honestly have to knock it down probably to like an 8.5. The weight also kind of sunk, but I also, I understand it was like a busy night. Um, but you can't even like call to get on the wait list. You have to like be there to like, for them to actually be like, okay, now you're on here. Like you're through. I'm like, that's kind of poopy. <laughs> like, I just want to be on it. If you, if I know I'm coming, like, put me on it, you know? So, yeah. The chip in the glass and the wait time is probably the biggest thing. So, I would say an 8.5 out of 10. 8.5 out of 10. Um, oh, God, the food was so good, though. I love me some tacos. And my friends had some churros, and they loved that. They said that they were amazing. So, Get you some tacos and some churros, and I think the world will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's been our little Nashville hot spot, Nashville spot around town this week. So hopefully, I got another one for you next week. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. <laughs> Always give us your support. We love hearing questions, and we look forward to recording for you guys next week. So adios, love y'all. We'll see Thanks. you in a week.